This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast focused on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today's topic is titled, Is it a panic attack or a heart attack? Cardiologist Femi Shawali works with patients who have a variety of cardiac-related conditions, such as coronary artery disease, peripheral vascular disease, valvular and structural heart disease, congenital heart defects, and other complex cardiac conditions. Doctor, my heart is racing and I've been feeling chest pain. How do I know if I'm having a panic attack or a heart attack? A panic attack and a heart attack are very similar in terms of the symptoms that you have. So with a heart attack, you have symptoms of chest pressure quite often. You have symptoms of dullness in the chest. That chest pain can radiate to the arms or to the neck or the jaw. And then what also happens is that you notice that the chest pain gets worse with exertion. So things like walking make that chest pressure worse. Things like sitting down and resting make the chest pressure better. With a panic attack, you have similar symptoms. You can have palpitations, heart fluttering, chest pressure. It tends to not get better or worse with movements or activity. It tends to get better with breathing techniques and meditation or getting away from the emotional stresses that you have. So they're very similar and that's what makes it very confusing for most people in terms of whether or not it's a heart attack or a panic attack they have very similar symptoms. I've witnessed both, and it appears to me mm-hmm. as an observer that it's the intensity, but I suppose if you've never had either and had one the first time, you wouldn't know. Correct. You would not know. And the intensity actually varies from patient to patient. So we know quite often with patients who are, say, female or diabetics or elderly, their chest pain symptoms for a heart attack are very different than the historical chest pain features that we've been told about. So we know that with patients who are diabetic, they oftentimes don't have chest pain. The nerves have neuropathies, therefore the the nerves don't have that chest pain symptom. We also know that with females, they don't tend to have the same chest pain features that uh, are typical for a heart attack. Sometimes they have abdominal discomfort, and then they have the shortness of breath, and they have the nausea or feelings of sweating or chest pain. So we don't know whether or not someone's having chest pain based off the intensity of their symptoms. Does anybody know why women experience it different than men? We don't quite know that. We just most recently know now that women are having symptoms that are different than men. And we know that we need to educate not only ourselves as physicians, but also the general public to tell them that the symptoms are different. Therefore, these are the symptoms that you might have if you're a female that can be different than the chest pain. And if you're having these symptoms, then you should seek medical attention immediately. If women experience heart attacks differently, what are the differences between the way they experience it and the way men do? Because we, we, you know, we talked about the chest pressure, the arm, the neck, and the jaw. Where is the pain for women? So the classic symptoms for a heart attack, chest pressure or dull aching pain that radiates to the arm, usually the left arm, radiates to the jaw. Quite often with females, they can have those classic symptoms, but we see quite often that they have other symptoms such as abdominal discomfort associated with the shortness of breath or associated with nausea, associated with sweating. So it's not always just chest pressure. It's a combination of the abdominal discomfort and also symptoms of shortness of breath, symptoms worse with exertion, symptoms of nausea, vomiting, or sweating. So not all heart attacks have symptoms of chest pressure. So it's important for us to recognize that because a lot of females that are having heart attacks and undiagnosed heart attacks end up with worsening conditions and increased mortality because their symptoms are being missed. What if I've suffered panic attacks in the past 
and I think I might be having another one. Should I assume it's a panic attack? I would always say that if you're having another panic attack, unless you're very in tune with your body and you know that the symptoms you're having are similar to the symptoms that you've had in the past and that the symptoms are relieved with similar activities such as meditation or breathing techniques, then at that point in time, you can assume that it is another panic attack. If you're not in tune with your body and the symptoms do not improve with meditation or with the breathing techniques, then you must assume at that point in time because a heart attack is very similar to a panic attack that you could be having a heart attack. And at that point in time, I'd seek immediate medical attention, such as calling 911. As a cardiologist, have you ever seen someone who didn't know which they were having? We see it all the time. It's it's common. It's very common to have a patient come into the ER or the hospital with a panic attack. And even as a trained physician, it's initially difficult until you get a proper history, get an EKG, get cardiac enzymes, even get an uh, echocardiogram to help to differentiate the two. And quite often people actually have a panic attack while they're having a heart attack. So right. that even makes it difficult because it's superimposed upon each other. When you read the EKG, is it clear that it's a heart attack versus a panic attack? So there's different types of heart attacks. There's what we call an ST elevated myocardial infarction. That's when you can see ST elevations on the EKG. That's a clear cut heart attack. There's heart attacks where you don't have those EKG changes and we can't tell from the EKG whether or not it's a true heart attack with those types of heart attacks. If I'm not sure, at what point do I need to seek medical help? If you're not sure, then you need to seek medical help, okay. period. And we should also add the public service announcement, you should not drive yourself to the hospital. Correct. So uh, like I mentioned before, you should call 911 because the worst thing you can have happen is that you pass out or have a single episode on the way to the hospital, that your symptoms get worse and you crash and you harm, harm yourself or other people. Also, the fact that you can have EMS come and start to help you and treat you immediately rather than you going to the hospital and right. wasting valuable time. And the logic that it's quicker for me to drive to the hospital than to have somebody come from the hospital to get me doesn't hold up because you need that medical help where you are now. Correct. You need that medical help immediately. Plus, it's actually quicker for the EMS to, to pick you up and start treating you. So the panic attack doesn't have to happen right at the stressor. It can be accumulation, building up of the stressor, and then you have the panic attack. And it's your body's way of just dealing with the stressor that might have happened. And then quite often with females, we see it happening more if they have stress and then with their menstruation. So you can kind of see a correlation. They can say, well, this happens more so when I'm menstruating because it's not just emotional stressors, it's physical stressors. So if you're not sleeping properly, if you have lack of sleep, if you're working hard and not sleeping and not eating properly and not exercising, uh, something different from your normal, that extra stress in your life can kind of tip you over and you can start having those symptoms of what they assume to be palpitations, but it's really just a panic attack. Quite often with panic attack, people feel feeling of heart fluttering or palpitation. It usually tends to go up to the neck. With a arrhythmia or a regular heartbeat, you can get the same symptoms. The best way for us to figure out the difference between the two is one getting a very precise history of when it happens, what stressors are going on in the patient's life when it happens. And then two is either do a halter monitor where we have a continuous EKG for at least 24 to 48 hours, or if it happens very infrequently, like every once a month or every other week, then we can do what we call an event monitor where we can have them wear that same type of monitor that you put on your chest for up to 30 days. And so if they're having that palpitation, they can press the button and then we can actually take a look at their heart rhythm exactly when they press the, the button. And if they, the heart rhythm is normal, then we can tell them that it's not due to a irregular heartbeat or an arrhythmia. It's due to something else. And then based off of their history, then we can find out whether or not they're actually having a panic attack versus um, some other type of medical event. 
That's cardiologist Femi Shawali. To learn more about MidMichigan Health's comprehensive heart and vascular program, visit midmichigan.org heart. And if you have health concerns, as always, see your health care provider. If you need help finding a health care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Join us again soon for another edition of Health Dose.